Hey everybody, welcome to episode 248 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Juniper May. I'm David Hall. Uh, before we jump into the show, we'd like to take a moment to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. Uh, for our American listeners... You should maybe think about that a lot this week because of a certain holiday that's uh, happening, happened, happening. Can anyone remember when American Thanksgiving is? It's this week, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's this week. Yeah. It's the last Thursday of the month. Yeah, because Black Friday is after Thanksgiving and Black Friday is like this Friday and then next Monday is Cyber Monday. So yeah, this week should be Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thursday or something. This is how we remember dates. We're Capitalist events. You know what? (laughs) Sometimes it is, because I just see America as a big capitalist blob. That's not in That I'd like to eradicate. Exactly. (laughs) I I saw this great article on Facebook this week. And by saw, I mean, I just looked at the headline and agreed with it and moved on. (laughs) Because that's what you do, you know? Uh, That said, it is your responsibility to call out your problematic problematic relatives at thanksgiving dinner this week it oh totally is yeah if it's like a safe space for you to do it if you're not gonna like encounter physical unsafety sure yeah yeah probably don't do that then yeah don't don't get hurt if you're not stranded in a small town while everyone will like witch hunt you Um, yeah anyways yeah that's it it's like if you can if the only person who's going to be hurt by you doing it is the relative who's being shitty yeah, do it. Do it. Do Sucker it. punch him in the gut. Yeah. Smack him Go with their trachea. <laughs> what? I mean, that's one way to deal with a racist <laughs> granny, but probably not the best way. Not, not like a real sucker punch. Like, sucker punch them with your knowledge. Yeah. Kabam! Oh, yeah. Sorry, I did not articulate <laughs> that all the way. Knowledge is power. Yeah. You gotta shank <laughs> the, them with words. The pencil ah! is mightier than the sword or whatever. <laughs> I like this. This is a fun energy. <laughs> Oh, how's everyone doing? You have an okay week? Uh, I mean, it's t- this is the start of the week. Yeah. It's Monday today. I'm dating, I'm dating this now. That's a, you know what's wild is this is the uh, first time in like a very long time that we're recording an episode actually the day before it comes out instead of like a week or two in advance. It's because we took a break last week. It, is. it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, so, Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. I went for a run today. Wow. I want to die. Okay. Everything is terrible and pain. What persuaded you to go for a run? I looked at how much I weigh. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, ah, shit, that's a number I've never seen before. Uh-oh. Uh, I see those numbers as little, like, check marks for me. <laughs> I gain weight and I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Same. Weight irrelevant. If I can't breathe after going up the stairs, well, maybe I should get back on the fitness kick. Yeah. It's more an ability thing than a weight thing for me. Yeah. But. I feel that. I mean, it's, I use my weight as a reminder uh, just to be like, hey, hey, dog, check in and see if you're fit. Hey, guess what? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I, I think that there can be like a dangerous like conception that 
your weight or your fatness is directly linked to your health because it's not always not always but But for me in the way that i am i know that they go hand in hand because if my weight goes up it means i've been lying on uh, in bed for two weeks fair enough not doing stuff (laughs) that's fair that's that like extremely (laughs) middle metabolism thing right yeah whatever i do directly affects my body pretty much yeah i think i have a little bit i have that but i lean slightly on the fat side where it's like if i if i want to get lean i really have to work whereas like sometimes people can just do like the bare minimum and and get there you know yeah yeah i have no idea where i fall on that fair enough i'm figuring it out after (laughs) after playing competitive sports for 10 years Mm. and then not playing for four years i'm like so is this my normal body or is it not (laughs) what is huh Well, <laughs> I think that the like the idea of your normal body <laughs> can be troublesome. Is yes. it always evolving? Big air quotes concept. there. It's yeah. normal body. I, I like to think of it as default. Where Defa- like uh, yeah, that's your, what I meant. your default body is whatever your body looks like when you're like feeling okay and like doing whatever you want to do that like feels right for you okay, emotionally. Okay. And you can climb upstairs without huffing and puffing. Yeah, yeah. My default body wants to flip logs on a farm. <laughs> I'm sure that's I'm enough. Stocky. I want to know more. My default body is stocky. <laughs> <laughs> she a tough bitch. All right. Anyways. <laughs> so we, uh, for, for a little peek behind the curtain, uh, this is the final episode of our November series on trips. Um, and we were going to have a guest on this week's episode to come talk to us about hallucinogenic drugs. Uh, but unfortunately, his ceiling burst open this morning and is like pouring water into his bedroom. And uh, we're sure he's not just having a very He sent bad me trip. photos. <laughs> oh, so it's real. Yeah, it's real. Oh, okay. uh, so I want to I just publicly say, Nate, it's okay. We miss you, but we understand. And I hope Get that, that your ceiling, ceiling stops fixed, leaking. Bud. Yeah. Believe uh, in you. I had a ceiling leak once in a house I lived in, uh, and the landlord had fucked off to Florida for the entire <gasps> winter. Um, oh, that's no. cool! It was great. Uh, we had to put a bucket uh, under the leak, but it was in our bathroom, and the leak was right above the toilet, <laughs> so we just kept the lid open. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that's super convenient. Yeah, a little bit. Except when he came back and fixed it, all he did was open up the ceiling in the bathroom so that he could like see what was going on and then put a plank over the hole he no, made. No, 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 no. And put a bucket on the plank so our bathroom got really cold. No, 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 no. That is not home repair. That is not... How many things can you just fix by, uh, pl- with a plank and a bucket? How many problems in life? <laughs> I've this had... makes me so upset. This is the kind of bullshit fixes me and my dad would find when we were doing renovations and be like, literally, what the fuck? Yeah. Ugh. I I like I'm surprised like my best like landlord situation was not the current one, because the current one refuses to believe that there's anything wrong with our toilet. But if you've ever used our toilet, you know that it doesn't flush properly. No. And, it also uh, scares me every time I use it. Because well, yeah. I lift the lid and it immediately slams down. Yeah. <laughs> the seat like doesn't lean far back enough. It's so oh, scary never every time that. I forget. Yeah, I mean, people who don't stand to pee don't notice. I yeah, didn't I, notice. Right on your... Second I don't like hung- <laughs> <laughs> It's a Hungry Hungry Hippos event that I don't want to revisit. <laughs> Yeah, I I've had my share of bad landlords, um, but surprisingly, not in the like kind of like crappy apartment building that I lived in before I lived here. Like that place, if there was an actual problem, they fixed it right away. It was amazing. It was it was you know 
they tried to scam me out of money when I moved out, but at least they fixed my broken toilet really quickly. Yeah, you win some, I mean, you lose some. Yeah, you take the balance. good, you take the bad. Put them together, and then you have the facts okay. of life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are still going to talk a little bit about, you know, drug trips on this Heck one. Heck yeah. But, like, I don't know. We don't have a guest expert. I have never done any hallucinogenic drugs, but oh. I've had, like, trips, certainly. Oh, like, do tell. I, I, I what well, does it count as a trip if you just get really stoned and then see things? Yes, because as, yeah. weed okay. is actually a. Uh, okay, so there's three different kinds of drugs: um, depressants, stimulants, and disruptors. Okay, and people think that marijuana is a depressant, but it's actually a disruptor. Okay, so it is actually like technically on like the psychedelic side of things. Does okay. it depend on the strain? Because nope. Oh really? Nope. Okay, I thought THC or CBD had to be like. That mattered. Nope. Hmm. Okay. Cool. I know nothing about drugs. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Depending on like the, the <laughs> THC versus CBD like um, percentages, hmm. like it'll affect like your head or your body more, but it's still a disruptor because it's not just a depressant. Like it's doing other things to your body and your mind. Uh, so okay. it's like disrupting normal function. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I definitely consider marijuana a psychedelic experience. I have <laughs> got sent yeeted to the fucking. <laughs> I think Fourth the past dimension. tense is yote. Yote? <laughs> I got yote. Um, I'm going to go with yeeted. It fits my personal brand better. That's fair. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So where did you get yeeted to? I want to know this story. <laughs> <laughs> well, which, which time are we talking about? I don't know. Strange places. The depths of my mind. <laughs> I think I... My my like craziest like tripping out on weed story is just um <laughs> this was a really weird experience. Um so NDG has this park called Gerard Park. Some mm-hmm. people erroneously call it NDG Park, but those people are wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. And on the record, yeah, you are wrong. Get blasted and also <laughs> yeeted. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeet yourself, basically. <laughs> um, and Gerard Park in the summer has um, like movie nights Ooh. once in a while. Like they'll project it on a huge screen and like people can sit in the baseball field and Oh, watch yeah. You're it, about you to know? have a trippy ass time. Well, so here's the thing I had thought about, like, Teffer and I had talked about, like, oh, let's go see. Um, the it's like a Turkish documentary about street cats. Um, I don't. I think it's called <laughs> Kitty. Possibly. I don't remember. Um, this is gonna be good. Well, that's it. So Story I'm like, time. I'm like, this would be fun. Like, let's go see this. And then I don't remember. I think I got home and like we were like, oh, let's like smoke some weed and go. And uh, didn't. It took a. I, I think I, it was pretty early in my weed smoking so I was not very good at rolling joints and it took a while and eventually we were like you know it would be more fun as if we just stayed home <laughs> and smoked weed and uh, then I realized we could rent it on YouTube oh, and wa- so we were like oh let's watch this Turkish cat documentary after smoking and it'll be a good time and, was it uh, in Turkish with subtitles it sure was okay and you oh, can that's so hard when you're bet high. your ass I forgot that it was by the time we started watching it <laughs> So we're watching it, and like like any good documentary about animals, the first like five minutes, there's no speaking, and you just see animals running around. So like you know, I'm I'm pretty stoned. I'm watching these cats running around in Turkey, and I'm like, this is great. This is a really good time. And then all of a sudden, people start speaking, and Turkish sounds just enough like French. Like it sounds like someone is speaking French with a vocabulary that is not any actual French words. Like that, that's kind of the flow of the language. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm reading it in English but I'm hearing French and my brain when I hear French stops reading subtitles and starts paying attention to the French 
because like je parle français and i'm freaking out because i'm like this is french but i don't understand it <laughs> oh no uh, and then when i realized like oh teffer's like no it's it's turkish I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Right, I this Turkish documentary documentary yeah. we are watching is actually a Turkish. Yeah. Whoa! But then, <laughs> as soon as I start kind of like coming to terms with like, oh, this is this is not French, right? Cool. Uh, then I just start freaking out about how it feels like we've been watching this movie for half an hour and nothing has happened yet, uh, and like, wh- which character is the main character? Like, I thought we were following this cat. I thought this was the hero, and it's like, <laughs> no, that's just stock footage of cats that they shot. That's B-roll. There's <laughs> no hero in this story this is a documentary um, so we had to stop watching the movie and yeah that's all right i've done that a lot too much too much I, I i ended up looking at where we got to it like the next morning we got about 11 minutes in. <laughs> so. how much weed did y'all smoke it wasn't that much i just hadn't built up a tolerance uh, <laughs> it's very good so uh, that's my that's my drug so trip cute. story that's a solid one. Thank you for sharing. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, sir. Uh, huh. So I haven't done any hallucinogenics. Oh. I have smoked quite a bit of the weed. Um, but the only time where it actually fucked with my head a lot was one time I was at my sister's place and we were playing board games all night, smoking weed, playing games, finish the night. I go home and I take the Metro. And I'm sitting on the metro, and I'm kind of aloof, as it were. <laughs> and I put my hands on my knees, and I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm like, all right, this is cool. And I start getting those tingles when you're stoned as shit, and you're like, all right, this is a good body high. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I can't move. <laughs> oh, no. I can't move anything. Oh, no. Everything is stone right now. <laughs> I can't, I can't lift my arms. And I'm like doing that thing where you're, you're like, you know, when you try to pretend to lift something, you're tensing everything up and just refusing to move it. Yeah. But I was actually trying to move it and everything <laughs> was still stuck. And so I'm sitting there like, all right, I'm stoned out of my mind right now. <laughs> I am perfectly aware of my situation. This will pass eventually. I'm just going to ride this and enjoy this. Mm. Ah, this sucks so bad. And this is all me screaming internally at this point. And I'm just sitting there. And this must have been the span of me getting to another station, the doors opening, and the doors closing. Right. Yeah. That, but it felt like an eternity. Oh, yeah. That I was stuck in this position of like, I can't move. Everything's bad. How am I going to get off the metro? I can't move. I'm going to miss my stop. It's late. What if I can't get back? And then I realized, I turned my head a little. I'm like, oh, I can move. Oh, I'm just stupid. I'm just big and dumb. And then I immediately stood up, looked at the chair, went, ha. And I thought to myself, I'm still very stupid. <laughs> you defeated the chair. I defeated the chair. Oh, and I, I love defeated that. my mind. Yeah. That's, Yeah. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. It took a lot. It sounds like it. Mm. You got oh, a good one. You're both staring at me expectantly. I don't know if I have a good one. I'm a little bit bummed because I knew this episode was coming out, coming up, and I like got some mushrooms from a coworker because I covered a shift for them, and I was like, it's a good I'm... deal. Wow, yeah. Well, because I asked them about it, I texted them like, "Yo, do you have a shrooms plug?" And they were like, "Yeah." And then like two days later, they're like, "Yo, I need you to cover my shift. I'll buy you shrooms." And I was like, 
Yes. So you're getting paid extra for covering that shift and then and also I getting got shrooms. shrooms. That's great. <laughs> but so I like had them and I took them for the full moon because I like to do full moon witchcraft bullshit whatever. Full shrooms. <laughs> and so I like I worked that night. I got home from work. I like went straight to the kitchen and like started. I've made a tea because I'm like I'm not eating those dry crusty ass mushrooms. So I like started brewing my tea. Filled up my bathtub. Let the tea steep while I was in the tub. Drank the tea. Was like it's gonna be a great night. And I didn't get, I didn't trip at all. What? I was so mad. I'm like, I'm going to have a great trip to talk about on the show. I just like felt really good and wrote some weird poetry and went to sleep. <laughs> and I like texted my partner in Victoria who like does hella psychedelics. And he's like, that's the opposite of what mushrooms should do. Like I ate so much. Like I got the munchies right. and I went to bed and I'm like, I got shrooms. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's the full shroom experience. So I still have, I still have some. So I'm going to try again. <laughs> For the next full moon. I did, I did like, take, like, a conservative dose just because mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I don't want to lose my mind. But I have I have had a psychedelic trip. I have taken acid. So. Okay. What was that like? It was an interesting experience. Um, so I did it in April, I guess, because it was just before I moved out to Montreal. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't I had never done any psychedelic drugs. And, like I said, my partner is, like, very into psychedelic drugs. He does acid, like, every three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, we will get into that. Um, nice. On a schedule? Or? Basically, like, he was talking to me about it yet yesterday because he's flying out to Maui today. Well, and he was like, yeah, he's, like, super sick right now. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do acid tonight. I'm like, he's like, well, I haven't done it in three weeks. And, um, you know, all those parts of myself I don't like are starting to come to the surface. I'm like, maybe you should do something other than acid about that. <laughs> but that's a conversation we'll have when you're not sick and stressed about your vacation. Acid makes real so I can punch them. Honestly? That's exactly what he, that's, y'all would get along great. Y'all would get along great. Um, but anyways, so this is the man that led me on my first acid trip. But I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to have a psychedelic experience. I want to do it while I'm still like on the island before Mm -hmm. I move somewhere somewhere new. So like he got us some acid and I was like, I, I am a mentally ill individual. We have to be very, very careful or I might experience a psychotic break. So before we did the acid trip, there was this, um, like, magic store in his sure. neighborhood. Yes. This it's sounds the, like the best place. It's the only magic store I shop at in Victoria because it's run by not a white lady. It's so nice. Are there she multiple actually, magic stores in Victoria? Like, like occult stores, like with incense and crystals and, like, oh, chakra sure, yeah. stuff. Oh. But they're all run by <laughs> stupid <laughs> We had the same idea. We're like, Mr. Whippet's magical like emporium. No, no, no. Like, Adam, you know the dude s- who sells Adam Sandler the TV remote and click? <laughs> no, not that kind of magic. You... <laughs> Nerdy trash bags. Fair. Some good Obeya fucking magic. Some voodoo shit. I a top hat with a false bottom. Good place to store your acid. I mean, Fun true, fact. true. What's happening with your glasses right now? <laughs> He's a mess. They were like in a corner of your head. Anyways, <laughs> are you tripping? So like we it. went to this magic store because I was like, I'm going to need some protection if we're going to do these drugs. Mm-hmm. And I bought like a bunch of like obsidian and some obsidian candles. And we went back to his house and we like set up his bedroom with like the fairy lights because I was like, I need something that feels cozy or I'm going to mm-hmm. lose my mind. And we like take the acid. We light all the candles and the incense. Honestly, by the end of the trip, the room was just like full of incense smoke. Like we opened his bedroom door and it was just like... <laughs> we're like, yeah, because we, we got so high that we were just like burning incense sticks and like watching the smoke patterns. Right. Like, wow. 
But yeah, so we did that. I actually, during the trip, was like leaving voice notes on Facebook for one of my friends. So I went and listened to them last night because I knew we were recording this episode. I was like, what did I say? My favorite quote from the whole trip um, was like when I was coming up. And I was like, you know, I'm just like, do you ever feel like you just don't fit in your body? Like you're not, your body's not big enough for you. And I referred to myself as five deities in a trench coat. Yeah, picture that. Like the whole like three kids on top of each other yeah. trying to get in the movie, but yeah. like five miscellaneous deities, just like <laughs> <laughs> too many heads, too many arms, just like wow, what's going on? That's good. So it was me at the beginning Perfect. of the trip, like look at me, I'm so fucking divine. And then by the end of the trip, just to kind of like counteract that, I was referring to humans in general as monkeys who think we're hot shit. So those are my two favorite quotes from the yeah. trip. It's kind of like ego, ego death. That's pretty good. Just realizing everything's a big fucking disaster. Wow. We um, are just monkeys thinking we're hot shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for real. And yeah, at one point we like, I only took like one tab or whatever. Cause mm. I was like, it's my first time. I don't want to trip too hard. So I got like some visuals, but not a ton. Mm. It was mostly just like a weird, like my body felt really weird the whole time. And I was mm. like, what is time? What is the universe? What is my existence? I don't know how I want to articulate this. I was like experiencing what I will call like the divine realm. Like I had this whole story going on in my head of like how, where I existed in the astral plane as like a jungle deity, because that's like my true (laughs) self is like this Jaguar jungle boy. And I was like, Oh, I'm much queerer than I thought I was. I'm not a woman. (laughs) Cool. I'm also like, ah, wild. And I was like trying to articulate this to like my very white, very cis boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm a very queer brown jungle god. Like, I am a Caribbean <laughs> panther, but also like a mama julo. And like, a, and I just like sat there, I think for like an hour and a half, <laughs> high out of my mind, trying to explain Trinidadian folklore to him so that he knew what like a mama julo was and like Lady sure. Bless and like all these other things. And I was like, no, no, no. So like, but if you take that and then you mix it with this and then you put these other three deities under me in the trench coat and then also I'm a monkey and <laughs> and he was like I think we need to go outside so he left his room and then as soon as we left his room and we're in the rest of his apartment the like like the top corners of the room like where the wall met the ceiling just felt like they were like reaching for me like I was oh, like oh that's horrifying <laughs> and like like this and I, I was standing there in his living room We'd been out of his room for maybe like a minute and a half. I was standing there in his living room and I was like, I need to go back into the room with the candles or I'm going to have a psychotic break and you're going to have to take me to the mental ward. So I'm going to go sit in your room for 10 more minutes and then we can go outside because I need a tree. <laughs> and I was like, hey, that's how this trip is going. Cool. And then we we made it outside like four hours into the trip. I actually have no idea how long it was. Time sure, means yeah, nothing. Yeah. Eventually, at some point, we made it outside and I was like, we sat down in this like little park next to this tree. And I was like listening to music and I was like, oh, you need to listen to this. And I like, so I had one headphone in and he had one headphone in and we were like sitting cross-legged on the grass. And I think I was like showing him like bugs in the grass and just like laughing. And like all these people kept walking by us. And I was just like, dude, we look, we must look like we're tweaking. We look like we're so strung out. But I was also like, but look at this fucking ladybug. Look at it. Look at it. (laughs) Um, So that was a good time. And yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So I said 10 out of 10 would recommend. Would recommend. Would also say like, be make sure you're doing it with the right people. Like the first half of the trip was fun. The second half of the trip was, 
you know what? He's not going to listen to this episode. It's fine. <laughs> um, the second half of the trip was not yeah. great because, like, like I said, he does acid, like, every three, four weeks, and he uses it as, like, an emotional release. Mm. But not in what I would say a healthy way. Like, he's not grounded at all when he does it. So it was just kind of like all of a sudden halfway through the trip, he was like sobbing. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> and he was all like, yeah, it's your first trip. Like, I'll guide you through it. Right. But then he took like three tabs. And I was like, are you sure? And, he, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'll be good. I do this all the time. And I was like, I'm like, you're right. You do this all the time. I'm trusting you. And then he was just like gone. And I was oh. like, what do I What do? I do? That's what rough. Do I? So I just kind of like was like, I'm going to stop being high now. And I'm just going to make sure you're okay. And I just did that for like the cup down mm. but like the first part was fun and interesting and trippy and it, like yeah. I, I took it because I wanted to kind of like break the framework that I've always looked at the world through because mm-hmm. it was at a certain point in my like spiritual expansion where I was like some of these things and like block it blah 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 blocks that I want to work through like I actually just need to like shift my view and like mm-hmm. psychedelic drugs are a good way to like yeet you out of your body and be like <laughs> there it is <laughs> it was coming this is what you thought the universe was this is maybe what the universe could be go find some truth in it right and so it was like i don't know for me i feel like it was important just to like have that kind of like boom be like okay then we're gonna settle back into your body and you're gonna figure some other things out yeah it's always and a, it, oh sorry oh no and it definitely gave me like a better sense of who mm-hmm. i would want to do acid with like the friend i was leaving voice notes for i'm like you are the person we need to do psychedelics together because <laughs> this would be way better but yeah fair enough so that's my one and only psychedelic <laughs> experience it's important to treat yourself to a new, new uh, perspective treat yeah. yourself and then eat yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my my <laughs> motto but yeah i've also definitely gotten way too stoned before if we want to hear those stories, I talked a lot this episode, though, so. Whoa. Whoa. It's this so is spooky. perfect. Something about that story really made me think about chaos. You know what? I <laughs> Valid. A little chaotic, yeah. <laughs> My life is chaotic. And appropriately, this show is sponsored by chaos. Not you know, the force that governs the universe and Juniper's acid trip, but <laughs> the one spelt with a K. The one spelt with a K. Are you looking to produce some high quality branded content without breaking the bank? Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio on demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. Wow. Do you want professional sound equipment for podcasts and voiceovers? I sure do. How about cinema-grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? Hell yeah. Sounds like I could form some trippy experiences. Oh, yeah. Do you want to live stream your next drug trip? My Hell are yeah. <laughs> I don't Hell know yeah. if Chaos offers that service, actually. I don't want <laughs> to guarantee that. <laughs> there are live streaming capabilities, and you just plug in your content. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> Whether your business is starting a podcast, building a video empire, or adding live streams to your social media pages, they've got a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. Go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. That's chaos with a, with a, K. a K. With a K. Beautiful. David, do you want to take us to the cash corner? I would love to take us to the cash corner and oh, open this door. And what do you see? Welcome to the cash corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. This November, we're exploring the theme of trips. trips. All kinds of trips. The trips we're talking about today, drug, drug kinds. Oh. <laughs> 
This was a special request from our patron, George. I don't think George had this in mind when he asked the question. He Maybe have. he did. Yeah, he probably did. Wait, didn't George ask the question? No, no, it's from Patrick. I am a liar. Spoiler. <laughs> As part of our promo, we ran a couple of months ago. If you've got an idea for a theme you'd like to spend a month uh, bleh, like us to spend a month on, head to our Patreon and pledge $25 or more before the end of November. If that sounds steep, remember that it gets you a full month of content on top of what other whatever other perks you're eligible for. I it's okay, I also had drugs. such a hard time with this ad. It happens sometimes. So many, so many drugs. I should have just smoked a ton of weed before this episode. Oh I my god, we all that. should have. I have weed. I could have smoked weed. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at <laughs> patreon.com slash up for discussion. We can all smoke yeah. weed. <laughs> we'll have enough money to smoke some weed. You'll be joining the fine ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Jen, Killian, Sarah Angelica, Will, and Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Erica, and I didn't fuck up anybody's names. I'm so so proud proud of of myself. I might smoke later. (laughs) You'll get early access to bonus content, like little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. Plus, if you give us at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle of the show. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Patrick, who says, I've got no experience with hallucination off of drugs, but I'd love to know if you guys see that kind of drug as a better or worse than the traditional weed alcohol, or if they are less harmful. All right. Well... Everything's better than alcohol. Yeah, I was just going to say, personally, I'm not a huge fan of alcohol. I feel like yes. we can preach on that. Thank one. you. Alcohol bad. Wow. I th- I'm so glad that this trio agrees on this. Yeah, I don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes clients give me wine and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll use this for cooking. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I'll have one glass at the call. I'm an escort, by the way. And then, like, they give me the whole bottle and I'm like, mm, I'm going to make food with this. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know? Or give it to my neighbor. <laughs> Wine does make food better. It does. Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe not all food. Certainly sauces. Yeah. yeah. Just some braised beef. <laughs> some sort of Salad. Just pour it on. <laughs> you could make. You can make wine vinaigrettes. That's true. Yeah. You want to get a little buzz with your kale salad, there, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> your ancient Hell yeah. grain quinoa. <clears throat> <clears throat> um. But yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of alcohol. Alcohol sucks. Weed, I'm a big fan of. Weed, I support. Um, other hallucinogenic drugs? Bop, 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 but, uh, I mean... Well, let's list the hallucinogenic drugs yeah. that are like... Okay, so there's LSD. Mm-hmm. All right. There's mushrooms. Mm-hmm. What else is there? I have no idea. Oh, okay, there's DMT. Yeah. There's... Joe Rogan likes that. That's salvia. all I know about that. I- Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca, yeah. Uh, rapé is another thing thing that whippets it's uh <laughs> oh man nate actually does it a lot it's like another it's like a type of tobacco that you shoot up your nose or something oh boy that sounds painful yeah, i don't want anything yeah. up my nose thanks. no me neither yeah, yeah. Um, drugs are scary drugs can be scary yeah i mean <laughs> what's the one they do on breaking bad meth is that hallucinogenic no okay. well, is it not I wouldn't put it in the same category as like LSD or DMT mm. or like mushrooms because it we got, does a whole lot of other shit too. We got the fun drugs and we got the scary ones. Right. There's yeah. a whole list of scary ones <laughs> right? that get locked in a vault somewhere like because for me, they scare me. When I think of hallucinogenic drugs, I definitely think of like 
plant-based drugs mm. that have been used in like traditional medicine for a long time. Yeah. And so for me, when it comes to whether like a hallucinogenic drug is healthy or harmful, it's very much dependent on how you approach the drug mm. and like what context you're doing it within. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I was thinking about that because... Um, so Nate, Nate, who was going to be our guest, has a podcast uh, called Curious Chimps that people can check out. They, they record here in our studio, but they're not part of our network. Um, <laughs> He's so aware of his monkeyness and being hot shit. Hey. And they, <laughs> and, and they talk a lot about, you know, drug trips and meditation and kind of all mindfulness stuff. Um, and I was thinking about it because a lot of the sort of stories that, like, he's told me and that I've heard from him through, you know, listening to his show are about, like, you know, getting together with a group of people and like really making a sort of ceremony out of it yeah. and like doing, you know, some kind of hallucinogenic drug together and like really finding yourself as part of that. And I wonder a lot about like, so I think a lot of my, the impression I get anyway, is that a lot of those kind of plant-based drugs are things that have been done traditionally by definitely not white people and I wonder a lot about the sort of implications of them becoming a little bit more popular in the mainstream mm -hmm. like because guys like Joe Rogan are doing it right yeah and I kind wonder of like, like the recreational versus the like medicinal use yeah where it, it kind of seems like it's become a thing that like a lot of people do because it seems like it'd be fun and enlightening and eye-opening when it's also a big part of people's culture and I wonder about the sort of like you know yeah, no, that's definitely something I've thought about because, like, when I mentioned, like, that I had an interest in, like, going on some kind of, like, hallucinogenic spiritual journey, mm. like, a lot of people were like, oh, like, why don't you do ayahuasca? Why don't you do this? And, like, ayahuasca tourism is huge mm -hmm. in South America. And, like, white people go on yoga retreats and pay all this money for, like, fake, like, guided ayahuasca trips. And mm. it's just, like so disrespectful and it uses the resource in like a careless way and then like yeah it changes the trip from like something that actually enlightens you or reveals something about yourself to something you're just doing for like mindless entertainment hmm. or to, like, like novelty yeah for novelty for like fake wokeness hmm. as kind of like a status symbol like a ooh I did this look at me I'm so much more evolved than I'm you I'm going to post this to my Instagram stories but like <laughs> oh. but it's like the whole point of a lot of these drugs is that they kind of like they bring up your shadow self they reveal your mm. demons so that you can then address them right they like give you guidance so that you can listen to it and I feel like a lot of people who go into it using it recreationally just like disregard that mm. and so like for example with my partner like they go on these trips and they experience all these really intense emotions and they like let themselves experience it and then think that's the end of it mm. and then you're just like coming back to it again and again with all the same problems and then it can become like a pretty detrimental habit because you're not actually using it to like progress you're just using it to like numb yeah. or to like <laughs> induce an experience which i don't think is necessarily healthy yeah at that point um, you might as well just have a drinking problem it's, yeah yeah it's easier to access yeah, so that's, I don't know, that's kind of where I stand on it. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I So, like, as a person who, you know, recently not nearly as much, but, like, in the past I've had, like, big depressive episodes and, like, I do have a lot of anxiety and, like, I, I often think that, like, you know, it might not be a bad idea to, mm -hmm. you know, take some shrooms sometime and see what happens. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, I worry that I would... Like, I think that I'm still in a place where I think about that as something that, like, this might just reset me. 
and then I'll be fine. And like, I don't think that I'm at the place where like, I think that the fact that I haven't gotten around to getting a therapist yet means that I'm not in a place where I'm like ready to do the work that mushrooms would encourage me to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I think that that's not to say that I'm not actively doing work on myself because I am, but I think that I'm not in a place where suddenly getting faced with the reality of all of my shit would result in anything other than me feeling bad about, you know, yeah, not doing anything about it. And so I'm kind of like, I don't want to become another person who, you know, <laughs> does this on a regular basis just to numb it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like an important level of self-awareness to have. Like anytime you're using a substance, like there needs to be like, you need to know where you stand with it and where your limits are and why you're indulging it. Not to say there's anything wrong, which is like doing it for fun with your friends. Sure. Like, because mm. even then you're like using it to foster like intimacy and like put yourselves in a more like sociable place yeah mm-hmm. which is cool and i'm like down for that but like right. within reason yeah well and, so, and and i think it's i think it's important to say like no shame to people oh, for no. <laughs> anything that what you do to cope to in this yeah. monstrous world is your business <laughs> yeah no. yeah yeah That's a, i just think it's important to like think about that right yeah yeah, yeah. so i think like the difference between so patrick asks like the, it's like more harmful or than the others like which one's worse which one's better mm-hmm. it's difficult to like I would say it's hard to say like one's better than the other except, except that alcohol is the worst, worst. <laughs> yeah. but between traditional drugs and hallucinogenics mm-hmm. I think that I, I haven't had a lot of experience with drugs as a whole I know that I've had more experience being around people doing drugs mm-hmm. and sometimes theater school baby <laughs> theater school baby <laughs> Some people are very intense with the way they do drugs, and they scare me. And I have actually been scared off a lot of drugs based on my experiences with them. Yeah. Yeah. When you walk into a bathroom at a party, uh, drunk off your ass on vodka cranberry, and you just need to take a piece take a pee and you see somebody doing a line of blow off a hunting knife you leave the bathroom and you swear off cocaine oh forever oh my god cocaine <laughs> cocaine's scary cocaine scares me like the only time i've been around people like on cocaine i'm like i'm gonna get stabbed i'm gonna like i just i don't like it it makes people so aggressive and yeah. everyone's like no 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 not me everyone i know who have said cocaine doesn't make them aggressive it makes you an aggressive asshole i'm sorry it does well- <laughs> I mean, my friend wasn't being aggressive with the hunting knife. He was just doing a line of blow on it. But then you and know then that he's like, done blow hey. and that he also has a hunting knife. And oh, you're like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. My favorite part was just like, hey, can I go pee? And he's like, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I'll just finish up. I'll just finish. And he starts sh- shakily scrambling to load another line oh before he leaves. And I'm like, you know what? You do it. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> you take your time. You live your best life. I'm out of here. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, but um, I would scary. say that hallucinogenics, though, mm-hmm. probably require more mindfulness going into it. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a good time, yeah, 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 that's it. My my kind of feeling is like, if somebody, if somebody told me like, you know, okay, I want to like do a drug this week. <laughs> yes, somebody walks up and like, hey, Tom, I want to do a drug this weekend. <laughs> oh my god! And like, and they were like, I have weed, I have a mushroom, and I have. <laughs> You know, uh, oh, you're thing. so adorable. <laughs> I'm being them. <laughs> They're the adorable. So it's Toad a from like, Mario Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what I else give do me you six coins. Uh... <laughs> um, so I, I think that if like someone was like going to do drugs alone, I think weed is maybe 
like the one that I think is the least risky, if that makes sense. Because I feel like with a lot of the more like intense hallucinogenic things, like everyone that I talk to who does them is like, definitely do them with someone at least the first time. And yeah. Like, yeah, do it with someone the first time. Yeah. I think all drugs do with somebody the first yeah. time. Yeah, all I, drugs I think like, with do weed, with someone. Yeah, but I, I think with weed, like you're less likely to like have a bad time if you smoke weed alone. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like lots of people get like pretty paranoid, and like that That's can be fair. really, really yeah. not great. Yeah, I know. For me, like the my <laughs> my general experience with weed is that I do get a little paranoid as soon as I stop doing things. So I need to be like, uh, I need to be like eating or watching TV or something, but not watching well, yeah. a Turkish cat documentary. Something it's you the can heightened like... version of you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I, I need to be like engaged or asleep. Yeah. Uh, if I sleep, I sleep real good, but like I need to be doing something. Cause as soon as I start like just having a conversation, I get really paranoid about like what the people are thinking of me. Or, like, mm. as soon as I stop doing things, I start thinking too much about, like, how much time has passed, you know? And uh, But but I feel like if you're doing something more intense, like, you can... I don't know. It, it seems to me like, like a lot of the more intense hallucinogenic drugs, that's, like, those kind of, like, weird paranoia things. Is the whole trip. Is the whole trip. A little bit. <laughs> Largely. Yeah. So I, I would say, yeah. like, in that sense, I'd say there may be, like more more risky yeah but and like that's, not necessarily harmful right yeah and that's why like you were saying with mindfulness is really important because it's like like for me if i had just offhandedly been like yeah i'm gonna do acid and i hadn't prepared like i probably <laughs> when it felt like the ceiling was like trying to reach me i probably would have like snapped because there was a point hmm. in my trip where i was like so this is the point where i decide if i'm gonna go crazy or not and this is me speaking as someone who's like mentally ill hmm. like i was like i was standing there and i was like okay this is when i go totally off my rocker insane legitimately and just jump into it or i take a step back i breathe i Mm. lay down for a minute we're fine Hmm. and like if i hadn't been prepared for it i would have just like gone right off to the races yeah so yeah it's important to kind of know yourself and know your limits and yeah also like if you happen to be on any medications (laughs) no like no the side effects like your doctor isn't gonna call the police on you if you tell them that you want to try a drug if you're getting prescribed an SSRI or anything and he asks you if you smoke weed or you do MDMA just tell him or her sorry gendering your doctors tell your doctor yes <laughs> they just want to make sure that you are okay mm-hmm. also on that note if you OD if your friend ODs if you've been mixing drugs and you call a paramedic tell the paramedic what the fuck your friend has mm-hmm, taken mm-hmm. because otherwise they can't do shit and your friend's gonna die yeah. you, the paramedics are not gonna call the police on you they're gonna take you to the hospital and get you sorted don't tell the 911 operator that it's a drug <laughs> overdose because they will send police tell the medics when they get there wow just tell the 911 operator that like somebody's passed out somebody's not breathing hmm. somebody's non-responsive mention the drugs once the medics are there Wow. That's my PSA. That's a that's also, a really good piece of information. For people in Montreal, um, there is this really cool publication you can get. I forget the name of the organization that distributes it, but it's called The Blender. And yeah, if you want to look that up, Tom. It's called The Blender, and it gives you all kinds of information about how... <laughs> Not a helpful Google search. I just got so many different blenders. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. I Tom will, is now the whitest person I will make notes. <laughs> I will make note of it and bring it next time I'm on an episode. But it's called The Blender. Um, it's distributed by a harm reduction organization in Montreal and it just gives you information about what's going to happen when you mix different drugs and like how to do it and minimize the risk. Mm. Um, 
This is really frustrating. I'm just getting a bunch of improv shows. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'll, okay. I have I have a copy of it. Um, I'll bring it. Sweet. But yeah, so that's a really good thing to know is like, what happens when you mix a stimulant and a depressant? What happens when you mix two stimulants? Mm. Like, make sure you know. Get yeah. a Naxaline kit. If you or any of your friends are doing opiates, always have Naxaline. You can get a nasal spray if you're not comfortable injecting people. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. And if you're just smoking weed, make sure you've got some Ruffles water. chips. <laughs> some <laughs> and water. Like a nice, comfortable place to do it in. Cozy blanket. <laughs> and a Turkish cat documentary. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And water goes for any of these drugs. Drink a lot of water yeah, on any of the these waters. drugs. You will sweat profusely forever. Especially if you're on MDMA. Get some chewing gum so you don't grind your teeth. Drink some water. Huh. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> know that you're going to feel really, really sad the next day, and that's fine. But just, like, prepare for it. That's mm. why I don't do MDMA, because I'm like, haha, I'd kill myself the next day. Fair. So I've never done it. Yeah. I don't do MDMA because I was at a party once, and I watched two people put pills in their drinks, and I'm like, oh, it's that. And we're just like, oh, we're just doing some MDMA. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Those are acronyms. You're putting acronyms into your body. I'm drunk as shit at the time. So I'm like, <laughs> you're putting acronyms into your body. What does it stand for? And they couldn't answer. So I'm like, that makes it so much worse. MDMA is... It's short for Mad Max. No, no, no. Oh, I could put a Fury Road in my body. No, no, no. It's That's a... eating Taco Bell later. Yeah. Ugh. Someone has to bring us down from being smart and intel- intelligent. You're intelligent, uh, don't worry. Thank you. It's methamphetamine of... something. Yeah. So that... it's kind of meth. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> also, Test your drugs. Test your drugs. Test your drugs. And if you test your drugs, my dumbass bitch of a friend went to like a EDM festival in Vancouver, tested their MDMA, found that it had like actual meth in it, and did it fucking anyways, and then had a meth addiction for two months. And I was like, bitch, if you test your drugs and something else shows the fuck up, I don't care how much you paid for it, don't do your fucking tainted ass drugs. Ah! But yeah, oh get a drug God. testing kit. Get an axoline kit. So, Patrick, have ans- a plan. <laughs> answer your question, Patrick. <laughs> Don't do math. <laughs> That's it. It would be irresponsible to talk about <laughs> drugs on air and not also give safety tips. Don't do math. I really appreciate that. Another yeah, cool thing great. that people in the community it. have started doing, especially if you're doing drugs alone or all of you are doing drugs, is writing down what you've taken mm. on a piece of paper and putting it in your wallet or your pocket with your name on it so that if someone who doesn't know you finds you OD'd, they can see what you've taken. Mm. That's oh, smart. That is a good idea. Yeah. Hey, thank you, harm reduction workshop that I took two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, <laughs> I'm prepared. Wow. Anyways, yeah. well, I think I've talked a lot. I'm done. That's awesome. That that That's, I think, yeah. We've I, learned a lot today. I learned You're a welcome. lot. <laughs> I hope you guys learned a lot. Should we go to Reddit and find yeah. out if someone's an asshole? Yeah. Hell yeah. Did you do math? You're an asshole. <laughs> I don't mean it. Were you at an EDM concert and give some? <laughs> Did you? Do you fucking cut people's drugs with nasty shit? You are an asshole. <laughs> okay, this. this, uh, this I tested it and there's meth in it. Am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> if you take it, yes. Damn it. I don't care how much you paid for it. Put it down. Oh, dear. Uh, this is the part of the show where we hop over to reddit.com slash r slash am I the asshole and uh, read out some threads and find out if someone's an asshole. Uh, today, we're going to take a look at uh, this one posted by Reddit user uh, TAW34599 16 mm-hmm. hours ago. 
who Ooh, asks fresh yeah am i the asshole for calling my boyfriend racist for hating rap music initial initial reaction to that uh, i don't have a lot of contact like here's the th- <laughs> difference it's just like so when someone's writing this hmm. they'll describe it as like they hate this thing that i like mm-hmm. when the boyfriend could have just said yeah it's not for me sure they hate it i don't have context yeah fair enough is there more context Oh, provided? there's so much more context. Okay. Oh, no. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I, feel like I don't think you're an asshole for calling now. out someone's racial biases, but mm-hmm. the way you do it might be kind of fucking rude. Yeah. Also, but, it depends why you're, he hates rap. That's true. Also, yeah. if he's white, it's not for him. doesn't matter. It's yeah. just not your music. Fair. Anyways. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, <That's> fair. <laughs> they say, my boyfriend strictly listens to trance music. He loves EDM, and oh, I've so never... Oh, so he's garbage. Yeah. I, your boyfriend's an idiot. Let's not even do that. He cuts his mouth with nasty shit. <laughs> your boyfriend is dumb. Uh, let's see. Uh, I've never seen him listen to anything else. I personally hate EDM, but I've never insulted him for liking it. We were on our way home from a nice dinner when I decided to flip through the radio. I play a Christmas radio station. He was raised Jewish, but he has no religious opinions. He rolls his eyes, but doesn't say anything. I play a Spanish radio station. I'm Mexican. He doesn't react, but he lets me listen. I play rap music. He loses it. Ew, gross. Change it. Change it. Ew. I'm taken by surprise. I okay, ask. That's kind of a childish way to ask someone to change the radio station, first yeah. of all. You poor <laughs> yeah. son. I don't like it. It's yeah. gross. Let's Sounds see. like a man child. I ask him, why are you so disgusted by rap music? His reply, it makes me feel dirty like I'm driving through South Central LA. Okay, yeah, he's a racist yeah. asshole. Dump him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Your yeah. beautiful Latin American ass deserves better. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, does it get worse? Uh, let's see. What ath- What about South Central makes you feel dirty? Silence. Uh! I can see him about to answer, but he stops himself. It's like he knows his reply was going to sound bad. He then proceeds to argue with me about how I'm rude to call him racist. He says, I'm not racist. I think black girls are sexy, and my best friend is black. That- no! Oh, no racist! That is not the defense you should ever use! No, you no, know, no, no, no! Ethnicity is not a fetish, bitch! Black women and girls are subjected to so much unnecessary sexual attention. Their whole existences are sexualized, and you are a bitch-ass motherfucking white man, and I will punch you in the face, bitch. And also, no. My best friend is black. That's how you know he's racist. That's how you know. It's not a good defense. It's not. I just don't understand the logic by it. It's just like, I can't hate this entire group of people that I've I, I'm so closely associated with it my best friend is of this do you know how many racist ass white women have sex with black men and have mixed ass kids just cause they want mixed kids and they're still racist motherfuckers what Lots. happened to my family wow <laughs> I wasn't ready for that yeah no one in my family is listening to this episode it's fine um so your boyfriend's an asshole. He's racist. Dump him. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I made oh. your baby cry. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. No, baby's crying because of the racism. That's pretty good. That's pretty Sorry. good. Sorry. Anyways, guys. This, <laughs> oh. is the, this is the Juniper Gets Mad episode. That was awesome. I don't even <laughs> want to finish the Reddit thread. I think, yeah, the, the, <laughs> this guy's an asshole. <laughs> is there more to it, though? Oh, I mean, it's just more I'll like... I proceeded to explain that finding black girls sexually attractive is not the same as accepting black people as a whole. He has no defense. He starts picking random arguments at me. He seriously used the my friend as black excuse, et cetera, et cetera. Even says it. Yeah. He is a man child. Yeah. No, he's a, he's an idiot. <laughs> and a racist. He's a big dumb. Yeah. He's a big dumb dumb. 
Oh uh, you poor girl. Wow. Dump I, I still him. can't believe. Your life will get so much better when you stop trying to be polite to people who don't think you're worth existing. Yeah. Like, I was talking to this racist white girl in my DMs on Instagram today who was all like, I made a post about like, can we stop calling like developing countries developing countries and call them previously colonized countries? And she was like, are we all previously colonized? And I'm like, pretty sure. Bitch, you know that's not what I meant. And I like, I was like, I'll be nice. I'll explain it to you. And then she's all like, because I said something about like, you know, these countries were subject to like violent, extractive, exploited, you know, the whole thing. And yeah. she's like, so these poor countries with less resources. And I'm like, they were literally invaded because of their resources, you bitch. And she's like, mm, but obviously they didn't care about military defense. And I'm like, I'm oh, going to call oh, cool. you. I was, I was like, I basically said something like, oh, yeah, their way of life wasn't like structured around like. Ex, like um, extraction and exploitation. She's like, mm, and clearly not weaponry either. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. I'm just done. I'm just done with stupid white people today. I'm over it. I can't. I, they're like, oh, you're light skinned. I can talk to you about this. And I'm like, please stop. No. <laughs> You'll be on my side because you're mixed. No, I won't, <laughs> bitch. Anyways, okay. Woo. We're good. We're good. <laughs> People are dumb. They're so dumb. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. If they're not being civil, they'll be civil back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's kind of nice that we got back to that because that was one of the first things we talked about in this episode is like, if someone's being shitty, you can call them out on it. Yeah. yeah full circle. Hey. <laughs> Should we do one more Reddit? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's hope it's not about racism. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me angry, Kevin. <laughs> I want one that's like divisive among us. We have to like make a debate. But no, that last one that you saw, my best friend is black. It's fine. We have no divisiveness on that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Do you want, am I the asshole for being angry at my friend for dying? What? (laughs) Or am I the asshole for being hungry at a work lunch? (laughs) (laughs) Hungry at a work lunch. I am not mentally prepared for the first one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right, let's do it. Uh, short answer, no, you're not an asshole. You're never the asshole being, for being hungry. Your oh, body needs say, what it needs. I was going to say you're not an asshole for being mad that your friend died because, like, that's you got to process. Grief is yeah, a thing. True. Um, uh, really Rage is part there. of the grief process. Yeah. It's one of the five, right? Okay, also that model for grief <laughs> But what is if bullshit, they killed the person? <laughs> what? No. Yeah, no. We're going to do work lunch. Go. We're going to do work <laughs> lunch. <laughs> Shut All right. the fuck up, David. This one comes Daniel? from... You can't make me... Damn it. I don't have a second name for you. Ha-ha. <laughs> Tom. I could give you one. I might change my name again soon. <laughs> Sick. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> yeah, next time you see me on the air, I'll be somebody different. <laughs> we, we pre-recorded next week's episode. So ah, fun. Definitely not true. <laughs> Later on, when you see me on air, I'll be somebody different. I'll have a manly voice and everything. We're working on it. Sweet. Um, okay, this one comes from Reddit user Famished Da Vinci. Uh, so this bitch already the, the asshole. I'm so excited. <laughs> Am I the asshole for being hungry at a work lunch? No. I can hardly believe this is an issue, but here it goes. I work on a small team at a medium-sized corporation. One of my more senior teammates, not my manager, got an intern for the winter and wanted to take her out to lunch. He invited all of us to go with him. When we got to the restaurant, I couldn't decide what I wanted to eat, so I ended up ordering two different entrees so I could try different things. Good move. Senior teammate asked if I skipped breakfast or something, and I laughed it off. I figured it'd be fine since it's on the corporate card, right? 
Wrong. Turns out management didn't approve the lunch, but my teammate thought it was important to do it anyway as a nice gesture to our intern, so he ended up putting it down on his own card. The meal came out to $100 between the five of us, with my food totaling $45. To top it all off, the food wasn't even that good, so I ended up sending both entrees back half-eaten. I don't think it's my fault that the food was bad, or even that I was starving, so I can't understand why my teammate would be upset at me. He asked me to limit my eating if we ever go out to lunch again. Like, come on, dude. Hopefully you kind folks can tell me what I can say to him to get him to move on. Am I the asshole? Um, I would say no if you weren't given the context in the beginning that he was paying for it personally. Mm-hmm. Like, if you made the assumption that it was on the company card. Like, I think if he wanted to, like, have a rule about who can order what, like, that's something you should establish beforehand. I agree. Or he could have asked you to, like, pitch in while it was happening. Mm-hmm. But, like, even that's kind of putting you on the spot. I don't think you're the asshole. I think you guys could probably find a solution now afterwards. <laughs> like, you could maybe pay for half your lunch like that would be reasonable i i think i i agree with that but i still think this person's the asshole yeah no i think i think definitely like should have did the the person paying for the food should have like given a clear guideline to everybody about what was expected but if you end up sending both entrees back half eaten yeah no fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah you're not the asshole for being hungry you're the asshole for being a being shitty picky. dinner guest yeah. yeah 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 two different issues yeah not the asshole the asshole like i would be bad even if i was willing to pay for two entrees per person if if that person sent like, both of them back. Both back yeah i'd be like fuck you <laughs> pay for your own half eaten food yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey guys, it's 4:20. Oh shit. Shit. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's awesome cuz that we we need to wrap up but now it feels like an appropriate time to wrap up. Peace out, druggies. Sweet. What if we just ended the show like that? <laughs> what if I just like threw aside all the like fanfare of the actual closing stuff Do and it. we were just like peace out, druggies. You could just edit it and put it at the end <laughs> after all those. You're an editing whiz. Yeah. Sounds like work I don't want to do. I'll just say it again at the end. <laughs> you just finger gun me or something. I'll go. That's how I'll do it. What's that? Jugs. Well, this was super fun. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> Thank you uh, for having us, Tom. If you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. Like we said earlier, uh, we need money. And if you give us yep. at least $5, you get to submit a question for the show. If you give us 25 or more, you can choose a whole ass month-long theme for us to do. And actually... Uh, because we're going to be recording episode 250 really soon, which is insane. <gasps> wow. Um, if you send Whoa. in, if you like leave a comment on this so episode crazy. or tweet at us or whatever using the hashtag send UFD250. Send me personally a carrier pigeon. DM Juniper about. <laughs> Not colonization. <laughs> Not that. Um, but yeah, if you send in questions, uh, even if you're not a Patreon supporter, uh, we might read them on episode 250 to kind of celebrate. So that's a kind of fun opportunity. Or maybe you've got. like rapid fire as many questions as possible. Oh yeah, excellent. Um, but you know, also su- consider supporting us on Patreon. We do that. We really do need do it, some funding urgently. We also have merch if you want to, you know, get something for Krimpus or whatever. <laughs> Merry Crisis. <laughs> Merry, Merry Chrysler. Merry Shrimps Mess. <laughs> buy, buy a shirt for your favorite shrimp. Go to the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Tee Public. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating or review on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, and by sharing this episode with a friend who likes shrimp. Or drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Or shrimp drugs. <laughs> Yo, what if you just like marinated your shrimp in LSD? 
<laughs> if you got a mantis shrimp and then you took some else, the mantis shrimp would look super. You just look at mantis shrimp while you. Those I'd the, be way too intimidated by that damn thing. Those are the really rainbow ones. They can see like They're so many so colors scary. that we can't. <laughs> they can punch your face wait, off. Wait, 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 If you marinated a mantis shrimp in LSD and ate it, do you think you'd be able to see all the colors a mantis shrimp could see? Because I would fucking do that. I definitely wouldn't. That's not how science works, but I wish. <laughs> <laughs> But you'll think Drugs. <laughs> Yeah if you get it in your mind first Anything's possible Reading rainbow <laughs> That shows a trip Anyways Butterfly in the sky I swear I was sober for recording this <laughs> That's the craziest thing Is that none of us are stoned right now <laughs> Wait what? Wait, Wait what? <laughs> da- David might be <laughs> oh, um, Share this episode with a friend Who's thinking a lot about drugs recently you A know? trip yeah, what was that? Say it to your mic. A shrimp. <laughs> and shrimp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good little oh, shrimp dear. boys. Uh, I've never eaten shrimp ring while stoned. I've I've certainly eaten a lot of shrimp ring in my life, and I've certainly been stoned, but I've never combined the two, but I bet I'd like it. I That's, don't. <laughs> mm, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm a fan of shrimp ring. I don't. Let's I've never shrimp. had a shrimp ring. It took me a really long minute to figure out what you meant. And then I was like, oh, like when you have the shrimps and like the fucking marinara sauce. It's not like an onion <laughs> ring made of shrimp. I, I would go for I was I was like a like a shrimp necklace, like a, <laughs> a ring. Like a, a trophy of all my kills. <laughs> <laughs> a hula hoop? A what? what? <laughs> shrimp ring. A wreath? It's like a drug crime ring, except with <laughs> Perfect. For, for trafficking it's the underwater mafia. Yeah. Oh dear! Watch Shark Tale. <laughs> the mafia are the sharks, but they're all there is also a ball and shrimp gang. Anyways, you can follow the show on social media at Donald Talking. You can follow me at Tom's Latni, and neither of you like to be followed on social media. No, I don't. Do you have anything you want to plug while we're here? Bearing in mind this comes out mañana. That's tomorrow in Spanish, a language that that girl's boyfriend probably thinks is gross because he's a racist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh Um. If you're in Montreal and you're cool, I'm out listening. And you like poetry, and you like being in a space where you could hear poems with other queers of color. Mm. Wednesday nights, there's this cool thing called Poetry Night, N I T E, that this really cool person named Malike hosts. And I went for the first time last week, and it was amazing and like artistic and spiritual and just like beautiful. So if you're like a queer person of color and you think you need more community and you'd also like to express yourself artistically or listen to other people express themselves, it's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at Chez Morrigan, which used to be the crowbar, which is like beside and up by. Yeah. Um, I know her. Cool. Cool. (laughs) The Brutopia. It's right by the Laurier Metro. So y'all should come and come say hi to me. I'll be there doing poetry. Sweet. Every week, forever. (laughs) It's every Wednesday, you said? Every Wednesday. Nice. At 8 p.m. Cool, cool, cool. That's awesome. And it's like $5 cover. Nice. That's so really not bad. And like the space is super cool. The space itself is like a drug trip. It's immersive. <laughs> it's painted everywhere. There's lights. Everything there's these, is drugs. No, like there's these weird fucking like trippy ass cats that have like petals around Uh-oh. their faces. Turkish cats. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, yo, everything's connected. Serendipity. <laughs> the connectedness of the universe. <laughs> Whoa. I Whoa. peace out, druggos. <laughs> <laughs> David, any plugs? <laughs> May I let's talk about the secret project? Yeah, we don't have a. We do have a launch date, actually. We do have a launch date. Yeah, Tom, why don't we both talk about that? Because you have more information than me. In unison, 
David and I are part of a new Dungeons and Dragons podcast on the Upford Network. You abbreviated. I thought we said we wouldn't. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, David and I are doing a new show. Yeah, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, Tom and I and a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you want to drop some names? Not I've me. got Alex, mm-hmm. Andy, uh-huh. and Becca. That's right. That's Alex Smith, Andy Sherman, and Becca Redden. I didn't want to name drop them fully. Oh. They're not here. That's true. They don't know that we've talked about them now. Yeah. Well, their ears are itching. Uh-oh. That's what happens when people talk about you with your not in the room. Um, yeah, we're we're finally doing it. We're finally doing a D and D podcast. Um, and when's that launching, Tom? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> the official launch date is January first, twenty twenty. Because one and twenty are the two numbers that are highest and lowest on a D twenty. We're wow, big nerds, <laughs> um, but we're gonna have uh, our sort of episode zero teaser episode thing dropping in early December. Um, so you can keep your eye on the Upford Network Twitter uh, to find out as soon as that goes up. It'll be at Upford Network, on and Twitter. it'll only be there for a limited time. <laughs> well, that'll be there for. <laughs> But a limited time to make it seem like it's important to go see it now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's the precursor. You have to see it before the rest of the series comes out. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we're we're pretty excited about it. Um, it's going to be a really fun campaign, and I've already like started doing a bunch of editing, and uh, it's going to be insane. It's 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 going to be a lot of fun and uh, insane in the brain. And insane also, in the campaign. Ex- oh, oh, oh okay. we're stealing that. That's good. Uh, Tom, edit all of this out. We're stealing it. <laughs> I'll, I'll let y'all steal it. I give yes. y'all permission to use that. TM, 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 TM. Uh, Except yeah. you have to like record me saying it and insert my voice clip every time. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say the name of the show yet because we're not gonna do that until things have been uploaded to the internet. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. I'm worried. I'm so paranoid that if we ever say the name of a show that hasn't been someone's launched gonna yet, someone's going to steal it. Someone's going to steal, steal it. it. Uh, keep an eye out, though. Keep an eye out. Um, the other thing that I want to plug uh, on behalf of Akeem, who's not here today, uh, he made it to the finale of the <gasps> MTL Two Grand contest thing. Oh, that's so exciting. Good job, Akeem. Yeah. So if you want to support him in the finale and help him win $2,000, which he promised he would share with me, 50-50 split. Oh. Uh, he did not promise that. <laughs> okay, but if I help him win, he's got to at least take me on a nice dinner, which I know he wants to do anyways, so it's fine. <laughs> that's it. I, I told him he's got to, you know, buy me a burger. So you are the burger dad. He's got to buy me a fucking filet mignon. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> that's like a French burger. <laughs> No. <laughs> I, I hate that. <laughs> anyway, if you want to support Akeem, which you should, because he's lovely. He's pretty great. Um, you can go. It's uh, December 14th is the finale. Uh, I don't think there's a Facebook event for it yet. But, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. It's uh, the MTL2 Grand finale. I'm sure he'll be back to promote it at some point, and he'll, you know, yell at you to go to it. Um, oh, he will let, He will yell. He will do that. He, yeah, and he'll buy me a burger and then give me $1,000. <laughs> He'll take me on a great date. That's more than half. <laughs> yeah, that's half plus the burger. Yeah. You sneaky bastard. You know what? <laughs> Didn't read the terms and conditions to his contract. <laughs> that's it. It's you give there. me half first, and then you buy me a burger. Exactly. Yatch. Yeah. Akeem. <laughs> Alright, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all the music for sale at Benson. <laughs> At crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. I'm tired. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. 
This show is produced and edited minimally by me, Tom Zalat, and I for the Upward Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upwardnetwork.com. Yay. Yay. Drugs. Let's go smoke. <laughs> Wait, say what you were going to say. Do the thing. What did I say? Peace out, druggies, or whatever. Peace out, druggies. Blah. <laughs> Tom, go I'm Tom. I'm Will. And we're the hosts of Blasting Off Again, a new Pokemon podcast brought to you by the Upward Network. We've decided to take on the task of watching through every episode of Pokemon, providing live commentary and in-depth analysis of everyone's favorite 90s dogfighting cartoon. We're tackling the hard-hitting issues. Is Brock racist? Was coughing the first ever suicide bomber? What are the environmental implications of using Pikachu to power a building? Will Misty ever get her bike back? Find out the answer to all these questions and more on Blasting Off Again. Available on the Upward Network, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're We're blasting blasting off again! Hey, I'm Aaron Lakoff, host of Changing on the Fly, a brand new podcast on the Upford Network. Changing on the Fly is a podcast that dives deep into the intersections between hockey and social justice. We take on issues of sexism, racism, and homophobia on the ice. You'll hear from athletes, activists, fans, scholars, and even musicians who love hockey but want to keep the jerks out of the game. Think Colin Kaepernick or Serena Williams, but with skates and less teeth. It's your perfect antidote to Don Cherry and Coach's Corner. Hey Don, what do you think of changing on the fly? Not the left-wing pinkle media bleeding hearts, guys. What are you, nuts? Anyways, you can find Changing on the Fly wherever you get your podcasts, Or visit us online at changingonthefly.podcast.wordpress.com.